The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 165. A cup of Starbucks exists in every single scene of Fight Club. So is that the real number one rule of Fight Club? Hello, travel nerds. I'm Travis Sherry, host of the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast. Hey, it's Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. And hi, it's Heather, and I'm here to keep these two goofballs in line. And today, guys, we are going to bring you a joint recording of the Zero to Travel Podcast and the Extra Pack of Peanuts Podcast. We're calling this part of our Breckenridge session because we are currently up here in Breckenridge in the spring... But it doesn't seem very springy since it's dumping snow outside. It's snowing out, and we're house-sitting up here with the coolest dog, Patch. And there's a hot tub, but there's snow on top of it. So it's looking even more tempting. Yeah, I just think it looks depressing, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) You're ready for the spring weather. This is an episode we've wanted to do for quite a while now. I've been begging these guys to do this because I have no knowledge of it, which makes it pretty funny Mm -hmm. and means I have to give up some control here. But we are going to be talking about our top or their top 16 coffee bars. I guess you don't call it a bar. I don't even know. Coffee. I would say coffee experiences. Yeah. Coffee talk. It's coffee talk here on the joint podcast. And yeah, we're, I'm, I mean, we have a lot to cover here. I'm a big coffee drinker. And I also love coffee a lot. I'm tweaked up on it right now, I think. I mean, can you, yeah, can you guys see it in my eyes? He's twitching a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so we're sitting around. Let's describe the scene here. We are looking out at the snow. And we're sitting around this big wooden table, house sitting up here in Breckenridge, Colorado. And I am in my pajama pants with a hoodie on. I got my hoodie on and a nice cup of coffee here. I, I enjoy the Pete's coffee while I'm at home on the drip, out of the drip. Yeah, just regular old drip coffee does the trick. And I'm sitting here with water because I hate coffee. I, these guys Boring. actually taught me how to make drip coffee. There was the very first time I ever made drip coffee a few weeks ago. I still don't think I understand how to do it. But. Yeah, uh, shout out to our buddy Matt at RoastyCoffee.com because he he actually made a video when we tried to make drip coffee and turned it into a pretty funny video. And he's uh, got a whole site. It's all about brewing coffee at home. So you might want to check that out. We'll link that up all in the show notes, guys, whether that's at Zero to Travel or Extra Pack of Peanuts. Nuts that will be linked up in the show notes. It is a really cool website. If you like coffee, that's probably why you're listening to this. Go check out Roasty Coffee. If you don't like coffee and just like listening to us, I'll try to keep it fun for the non-coffee drinkers during this episode. Um, and we should mention we're up here in Breckenridge because we're working on a project together that a lot of you may be interested in, the Paradise Pack. Yeah, this is uh, this has been a coffee-fueled last few days because of the paradise pack we've got we've got a lot to do but yeah it's a uh it's a big thing we do this is our second year it's going to be the first week in june and essentially we're working really hard to just bring together the best products and courses that exist 
and bundle them all up into one affordable offering so you can actually afford to learn how to travel and work from anywhere in the world if that's something you're working towards. If you have a business and you're trying to grow it or you just want to start one, you want to travel more, this this thing's looking awesome. Big shout out to Heather for actually keeping us sane during this time yeah. and getting us outside, telling us we have to go for a walk or a run instead of just sitting by our computers, sending out emails and filming videos. Yeah, no we, problem. I do what I can, guys. <laughs> we, we, we don't want to tease it out too much, but if you check out theparadisepack.com, you'll see what, what we've got coming and it's, it's going to be, it's really special. So we, we want to make uh, travel accessible for you. Check it out, theparadisepack.com, running from June 1st to June 5th, five-day sale only. Let's get into the coffee because I do not understand how you guys like coffee. It doesn't make sense to me. It always looks so good. I try it, and then it still tastes absolutely disgusting. Trav, there have been a few, and I mean very few times, where you have taken a sip of coffee and you've been like, that's not so bad. Are you trying to out me here? Well, on the- it doesn't happen very often, but there's been at least like three or four occasions where you have liked coffee. And I don't know what it has been about that particular coffee, but... Yeah, it's one of those know. things that are called like caramel macchiato, no, super sugar, it tastes like about. a milkshake type thing. Which yeah, time we had right. an iced coffee that you really liked. So, so to, all right. Well, I should say for the Zero to Travel audience, Heather knows best because Heather's actually Travis's wife. We should <laughs> let everybody know that. So it's not, Heather's not just some random person we pulled off the street to keep these goofballs in line. But uh, I think by the end of this episode, Trav, one of my goals is is to... Maybe slide in a couple coffee-related facts that may turn you to the dark side. Well, here is the thing about coffee. I always think it looks good, and I think it's a really cool thing to do while traveling. We travel all over the world, all three of us. It's really neat to try new things. Coffee is one of those things that you can get basically anywhere in the world. It's different, different places, and that's why it's fun. I, I equate it kind of like to beer, you know, when people don't like beer in the beginning, and then if you start to like it, it's kind of neat because you can try out different beers and everything's microbrewed and stuff. So I, I really want to like it. I should start with that, but I just can't do it. Can't get I can't into it. do it. So tell me kind of how you guys came about to liking coffee because a lot of times people don't just like it right off the bat. Do you have I mean, a coffee origin story, either of you? I definitely do a little bit. I mean, I don't know about Jason, but I didn't really like coffee either until I was in college and, you know, I just had one of those late night sessions where I had to stay up all night and finish a paper. So I was drinking like sweetened cappuccinos, right? I mean, just like anything that would give me caffeine, but that didn't really taste like coffee. And then just over the years, I finally started to like just regular coffee and then really getting into kind of this coffee culture. And I, my favorite thing to drink is just like a regular cappuccino mm-hmm. that's perfectly made no sugar, just mm. the coffee. Nice. For me, uh, it was one of those things where your parents drank it in the morning and you were like, that's so gross. Why would you want to drink a hot, smelly drink in the morning growing up as a kid? And then I went to college and the the term paper, last minute things, totally my jam as well. But I was addicted to the Mountain Dew, which is Ew, uh, totally gross right now. Foul. I can't imagine the amount of Mountain Dew that went through my body in college. Anyway, so I didn't even drink coffee in college. So drinking then, six cups of coffee a day is actually an improvement to your health. Yeah, I <laughs> definitely think so. Uh, but it wasn't until I actually think when I first went on the road, uh, probably two or three road gigs and I did uh, manage these different events traveling all over the country and that's when my love of, of coffee started to started to grow and it became a part of my everyday life and I haven't looked back since. That is for sure. I remember a couple weeks ago when they were teaching me 
uh, make drip coffee. Only Heather and Jason were going to be drinking coffee. So I said, oh, I should make like four cups. And he made me make ten. I think Heather drank two. Maybe. Which, right, if no. my math is correct, that means about eight cups of coffee for the, Jason. The cups in the drip coffee aren't really cups. Right. No, not it's... like a cup, like a mug of coffee. Right. Yeah, it's just... But I do have to say, and I'm not trying to make you feel bad, Jay, but you drink more coffee than probably any other person I know. Well, there we go. It looks like we have two experts here. Someone who loves high-class, unique coffee like Heather. Hi, Someone, class. Well, or just interesting. You love I little love that cafes, too. and Jay does as well, and he certainly drank his fair share. And we have done it all over the world. So what's going to be cool about this is you guys will be giving us a list. You do not know each other's list. I do not know either of your lists. But it is from places all over the world. And I think between us, we might have 70 or 75 countries traveled to, and... I believe most, if not all, of the United States. So lots of coffee experience here. So let's jump into it. And um, we're going to give each one of these guys, will give you their top eight. But I do believe that there are some honorable mentions here. I have some honorable mentions. And I think I'm going to pull a Jason when I give this first one, which is... Any coffee in the country of Italy. <laughs> oh, jeez. For those of you not familiar with these top 10, top 15 lists, Jason likes to bend the rules and kind of like encompass a lot of things into one number. And Heather likes to bend the rules by just giving a lot of honorable mentions, a girl after my own heart. So uh-huh. any coffee in the country of Italy is yeah, an honorable I mention. I mean, Italy is great at many things, food, wine, but it's also so good at coffee. You can just walk into any place. It doesn't have to be a specialty cafe yeah. and you just get good coffee. Yeah. And it's it, a dollar, two dollars. It's so cheap. You know, what's funny is you never really sit down when you're drinking coffee in Italy. I don't know if you know. I feel like everybody's just jamming, you yeah. know, everybody's on the go. The pace. You walk in, there's just like, a bar there you have to stand at, you suck down your espresso, and in you and move out. on. Yeah. It's but it is fun. Yeah. Alright, so honorable mention any coffee in the country <laughs> of Italy. Uh you got a few Jay, do you have any honorable mentions? No, I, I, I no, well, I'm just reorganizing my list, but there there are a couple things that'll that will probably upset you about this list. All right. Well you made some last minute adjustments, so let's go ahead <laughs> some honorable mentions. Let's get yours yeah, out of the and way just here. The, I only have one more, and that is I have to represent Philadelphia since that's where we spend a all lot three of, of us time. grew up in all Philadelphia. Three of us. Um, so this one isn't on my top list of eight, but I'm gonna shout out give a shout out to One Shot Cafe in Philly because we've gone there a few times. We've actually been there with Mr. Roasty Coffee, Matt Givenisi, doing some work and just they have pretty decent coffee. So I think I could, I'm not going to jump into this list, but if I did, it would be kind of fun to just say my favorite coffee shops because you drag me to a lot of coffee shops. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't drink coffee there. I just yeah, kind of you're hang still, out. It's in still the, the experience of the right. cafe. And I have really liked One Shot in Philly. It's like a little hipster, but done in a way. Aren't all coffee shops hipster, really? It's done in a way that's cool. Like, it's fun. So One Shot, that has my vote of approval, too. So if you're not a coffee drinker. Do, do they uh, let you in do. without a handlebar mustache? Believe it or not, I was allowed in. Good. But only because I have a beard. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the top 16. Ladies first, Heth, give us your number eight. Okay, and with my number eight, I want to tell like just a little bit of a story. So 
We travel a lot, obviously, and I like coffee, but for a while, I didn't really drag Travis to coffee shops. I mean, and not deliberately, but he doesn't like coffee. Well, you don't really like coffee. So, like about a year ago, I didn't really make you go to too many coffee shops. But then we were traveling with our favorite friends to travel with, Cordy and Kaylin Bohr, and we were in Berlin. And they would just wake up and they're like, hey, we're going to go to a coffee shop. Like, we'll meet up with you later. And I was like, what? I want to go to a coffee shop. Like, this is a nice. Why haven't I ever thought about going to coffee shops that much? So we started going to coffee shops more. I don't know if Travis is like happy about that or not, but now we get to a city and we really just seek out what is the best coffee. By we, she means her. No, because this is my story. My number eight is actually a place that Travis found for me. We were traveling and we land in Prague and the next morning we wake up and we only have like 24 hours in Prague and Travis says, hey, I have a surprise for you. And he had researched the best coffee in Prague and we walked to this place. It's called EMA in Prague and it was really good coffee and that's my number eight for the experience that my husband kind of like took it upon himself to find a special spot for me when it's totally not his jam mm. and just had a really cool experience finding that coffee shop in a new city that's very sweet it nice is about story. the experience right i think well we did talk about that at the top of the show but it's it's the experience not always like the best coffee but the experience of it yeah it's called ema espresso bar it was cool I don't know. For someone who didn't like coffee, I might not recommend it because it deserves her a little hit or miss. Just to rewind a little bit, uh, where do I rank on the favorite friends to travel with list? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll circle that back to that. Right, that could right. be another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're working too much. Yeah, we're driving is, Heather crazy. This is the thing. When we travel, we're not really having fun. You guys are working and geeking out. and you we're, know. We're, we're squeezing in fun whenever we can. Yeah. All right, it's Jay, always Jay's it's number always eight. Somebody's. Number eight, I'm taking it home. Uh, home meaning where I spend the majority of my time if I'm not traveling, and that's back in Boulder, Colorado, which is loaded with awesome coffee shops. I love Colorado, two coffee shops bro. in Boulder. The Laughing Goat and Boxcar. Wait, are you saying both of these are number eight? Yeah, just because I'm, I'm putting, I'm, I'm putting Boulder in one spot, but... Okay. Yeah, is Bo- that allowed? <laughs> Jay can yeah, do whatever yeah. he wants. Well, boxcar's pretty pretty new to me. I've gone a couple times, but the coffee was really good. So I prefer the ambi and the coffee's good in Laughing Goat as well. I prefer the ambiance of the Laughing Goat. I maybe prefer the coffee at, at Boxcar, and they're right down the road from each other. So if you're listening to this and you're in Boulder, Colorado, you could hop and skip one to the next within a couple minutes and check them out. Those are my number eights. I have an issue with your number eights. And that is, we've been to Boulder a few times, and you haven't taken us to either one of these places. We never work at the cafes when we go there. Maybe that's why Jay's not on the top friends to travel yeah, with us. Yeah, step man. up your All right, game. Well, now that I, I didn't know that you love these cafes so much, I am stepping up my game for sure. We'll be back there I'm in a couple kidding. days. I'm so. just kidding. Number seven. <laughs> okay, number seven. So my list for number seven is actually in Thailand. And this is the Rocket Coffee Bar in Bangkok. So we were just in Thailand with Travis' parents. Oh, a refill of coffee. I'm not surprised. So we went there with Travis' parents, and it was, like, pretty cool. It was a little expensive for Bangkok, and they had some pretty cool, like, Western food and sandwiches and stuff. But the coffee was really good, and sometimes when you're traveling in Asia, you just want a good cup of coffee, and it hit the spot. I will say, I've, I didn't know which one you were talking about at first. I Then you mentioned it was with my parents. It was our last trip to Thailand. It was really pricey for Thailand, the food as well. But it, yeah, sometimes you just want to get out of that Asia feel. And so it felt very, 
Western, you know, nice. The price you paid was for that, but it was it was kind of good. And they had um they had good sandwiches. Yeah, I can't remember the sandwich that I got, but it was really good. Some like this fresh chicken sandwich. And just to keep it real, after we left there, we did hit up a couple of food stall street stands. Oh yeah, then we got a dollar <laughs> pad Thai after like a five dollar latte. So it all evens out. You're gonna hate my number seven. Because I'm already getting into this sketchy area, oh, and there's a, there's a couple. You, you did it, number eight. Listen, you, though, you mentioned two together. There are a couple. Cannot of, rein this there, man in. Heather. There are a couple of these, and you'll understand what I mean when I put some context around it. But and again, this is strange because we both have travel podcasts. But I have to put as my number seven the at home cup of coffee, the cup of coffee that you enjoy on your couch at home because we're on the go so much. And when I get back home, and I haven't been there for a while. It's so nice when I wake up that first day or any of the days in the morning, I go out, I make coffee, and I sit on my own couch. It's very, it's nice. It's very nice, I have to say, because I'm gone a lot. So the at-home cup of coffee, you know, you put your both hands around the mug and you slowly <laughs> sip it and the heat's coming up. Maybe it's a little cold outside. It's a good one. Yeah, I think, you know, that probably is a good one. Since we haven't had our own house in quite a few years, I would have to liken that to, like, my sister's couch or my in-law's couch. So I'm not feeling that one as much as you, Jay, but I can see where you're coming from. Can you give us some recommendations, then, for people who are making coffee at home of the stuff that you like? Like, what kind of coffee do you use when you're at home? Yeah, for the drip coffee, it's Pete's. Pete's coffee all the way. That's, That's the best, I think, ground coffee that I've found. I also like Starbucks coffee. It's pretty good. Boo. Should we <laughs> should we mention the Keurig in here? Because as someone who doesn't know anything about coffee, I see Keurigs in everyone's home. But recently I've learned that people seem to be souring on them or just people that I know seem to be souring on them. Are they not – they're not very coffee snobbish? Like as you work your way up the coffee snob ladder, you start to hate Keurigs? Well, I don't know. I mean, I really liked my Keurig when I first got it like five, six years ago, but maybe even longer than that. But I think, you know, after a while, they don't make as good a cup of coffee and you can't really control how much coffee grinds you're putting into it. And just like the brewing, because the water is like already heated up and it's so instant, it doesn't taste quite the same as just regular old drip coffee. But I do understand why people use it because it's convenient. And when I'm making coffee, it's just for me. Like you don't drink coffee, so... Feel the same way, Jay, about the Keurig, because recently you said you wanted to get rid of yours. I have one. Uh, sorry if my buddy Joey's listening to this, because he gave it to me as a present. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. You, you can't, like Heather said, you can't balance the strength. You can't kind of make it to your taste. Yeah. So and Keurig is, is kind of an entry-level well. yeah. entry level. There's so much thing. plastic involved with it. So like being eco-friendly, I guess, is not the greatest thing. Although you can put your own thing in it, which is a whole different story. But yeah. And Jason likes his coffee really, really strong. Like he makes it a little bit stronger than I would probably make it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. His so hands are shaking. <laughs> you could kill your Keurig if you do want to go to roastycoffee.com. Matt has a interesting video where he actually kills his Keurig. I won't give you all the details on it, but it's like 30 seconds. It's pretty funny. Moving on. Heth, your number six. My number six is a shout out to the city of Nashville, Tennessee. We were just there visiting my sister and there are quite a few really cool coffee shops. And the one coffee shop that we went to, I mean, 
I wasn't going to mention this, but since Jason mentioned too, the monkey one, was it the frothy monkey that we went to in Franklin? That was pretty good. But the one that is my actual number six is Crema Coffee, um, which is in downtown Nashville. And they just had some really good lattes there. We had like a coconut latte and then just a regular cappuccino. And they were made to perfection. And the inside of the coffee shop was cool. The ambiance was cool. They had a wall that had like a map on it, which, you know, we always love. Travis even liked that. I like that. They had a, a chalkboard map that they had then where they had sourced the coffee from. They had put marks on it. I guess they traveled to it. I couldn't really understand what was going on, but anywhere with a map gets a star in my book. And free water. I love when they have the little free water dispenser, and it's cold. Non-coffee drinkers, isn't that so important? They have free water. It has to be cold. I hate that warm water on coffee. <laughs> Particular about his water. Mm. Uh, am I up? You're up, number six. Another one that you guys might give me a little bit of a wrist slap on. This could almost be the number one. What? It, at, all the way down at number six? Uh, it could be I mean, number there's still one? so many. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get into more specific coffees mm. later. but Oh, good, because that's what this episode's about. Well, it's about coffee. And I have to say, the bottomless cup of diner coffee that you get at like, a nice American diner... <laughs> Where they come around, they top you off every two minutes. Of course, that would you be just, his favorite. You just keep drinking coffee. They keep coming around and pouring it mm-hmm. for you. You're in the diner setting. Maybe there's some, you know, steel stools and a bar, and there's some milkshake machines, and everybody's eating an American breakfast. Love the America. bottomless cup of diner coffee. So for the Zero to Travel show notes, you're going to link up every diner in America, right? Well, I have to say, I, I worked one summer as an adventure tour guide for a company and I, I thought it was really interesting because it was Europeans I was guiding and they asked I asked them like what are some things that you see that are totally different about America what are some things that you love and one of the things they listed was the bottomless cup of coffee so even people <laughs> really? that come visit I think because it's not something you get anywhere else it's a unique yeah. thing something America, I never thought so, about yeah, uh, the bottomless cup of diner coffee Thumbs up. Now, Jason, would you say that maybe you are addicted to coffee? Like, do you have a problem? Oh, yeah. Are you a yeah. coffee-holic? Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am. And, and so he may be a coffee-holic. He has had every single job that any human could oh, ever have. Oh, my gosh. Which kind of come out during these podcasts. Every single travel job. We don't even say. know <laughs> jobs he has. Like, I didn't know you toured around Europeans around America. But, of course he did. All right. So number six for Jason, the bottomless cup of coffee at an American end. Any specific diners? Are they just going to come later? Like, do you have one that you remember saying, yeah, like, this, this is what's, amazing? Well, this is what's interesting, because usually the coffee is not that great. That's the I would irony. assume, right? Yeah, uh, but when you stumble across one that has decent coffee, it's uh, it's quite a treat, because they just keep refilling it. I, I can think of the coffees, but I can't think of the diners, because I've just been way, to way too many of them. And I have to say, I'm giving Jason a hard time about being a coffee-holic, but if you're a coffee drinker, I think you know about the caffeine headache that you can get if you don't have coffee in the morning. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe, that never happens. Yeah, that never happens to you, but sometimes <laughs> when we're on the road, like when we were in Myanmar, there was really no coffee, and even like at our accommodations, no coffee, just tea. So I would have some tea, but it really wouldn't quite cut it, and so I, you know, we'd be halfway through our day, and I'd be getting yeah. a headache, and I'd be like... Oh my gosh, I feel so terrible. And Travis is like, what are you talking about? Interesting. When your body is relying on another substance and you go through withdrawal, I think this could be, I think I need to sit you both down for for a session here. Mm -hmm. Move on to your number five. All right, number five. My number five is, um, 
in Vancouver, British Columbia. And I went here with our friends, Courtney and Calum. Jeez, two in- shout outs already. We're not even halfway through. I know. Well, Number one on the list. I got to get up there. <laughs> I went to Vancouver to visit them, and because they knew we were on this big coffee kick, they were looking up the best places in Vancouver to get a cup of coffee. We went to a couple places, but this one was my favorite because, number one, the cappuccino was fantastic. But number two, the ambiance and the decor inside this coffee shop was so cool. They had these really cool light fixtures where, like, there's a light bulb hanging down, you know, off a a stick or whatever. You know, like the really cool type of lighting and they had these really beautiful blue cups. So like this girly stuff that really made it a cool spot and we sat outside and it was just a really a fun experience with good coffee. Well, what is it? Because I don't think... Oh, I didn't say it. I didn't say it yet? Uh, Not yet. I don't think so. sorry. 49th parallel. 49th parallel. All right. Nice. Uh, Number five for me is... it's hard to rank these and uh, you know but it's it's got a special place in my heart for a couple reasons uh i lived down the street from it for many months in oslo norway it's a cafe called karina's and i'd walk there almost every day i was a regular and for your 15 dollar coffee i yeah it was about 10 10 dollars for a latte or something and a regular coffee was like five bucks. I would just get a regular coffee and maybe every once in a while I'd treat myself. But I became friends with the baristas and uh, just a bunch of people that worked there. So they would occasionally hook me up with a free coffee. And it's an awesome place for a few reasons. Uh, one is Zero to Travel started there as well as my other online business. So all of these months I spent in Oslo, Norway when I was there living there with my wife. She would go to work and I would just go grab my backpack, throw it on, walk down to Krina's and and work on these projects during the day. And then I do cons- some consulting work in the evening, which was US business hours. So that was the time when I, I started Zero to Travel. So it's, it's cool. Uh, another thing that they do that's really cool at that coffee shop and some other coffee shops I've seen, maybe one or two. If you're listening to this and you're a coffee shop owner or you frequent a coffee shop, steal this idea or present it to the coffee shop because I think it's just such a cool thing for the community. You can buy an extra coffee, they'll take the receipt and slap it on the back and just hang them up. And then homeless people can come in and get a cup of coffee that you already paid for. Very cool. So that was a really cool thing that they did. So a lot around Karina's, uh, it's right near the Monk Museum. If you're going to Oslo, Norway, and you're visiting the Monk Museum, it's a pretty hot destination. It's in the Gronland neighborhood. And if you go to the Monk Museum, they actually own another cafe in the Monk Museum. But if you just stroll down the street, you will find Karina's. And uh, it's a special place. So are they going to have that in commercials? You know, those commercials nowadays that say like, it shows a garage and it says, Steve Jobs started here. <laughs> it's going to be Karina's. It's going to say, Zero to Travel started here. Yeah, where it all yeah. began. You painted a nice picture there. Now I want to go. <laughs> and that is really neat. I think we probably will have some coffee... Uh, some baristas, probably even some coffee shop owners. I know some extra pack of peanuts people have emailed before. I own these coffee shops. You should come visit. Da, 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 da. So if you're listening to this, I, if you guys do think of things, as Jason just pointed out, that these coffee shops have done, it'd be pretty cool if someone said, hey, I implemented that. Like if, if you are a coffee shop owner or barista, let us know if you've implemented it. Drop it in the show notes or something like yeah, that. Or- Send us an email. Tweet us. At pack of peanuts at zero to travel. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Or if you just go to a coffee shop all the time, suggest it. Why not? I mean, it's a great idea. Uh, One other fact I wanted to add about Norway is, do you know it's the number two per capita in terms of coffee consumption? Wow. 
No, yeah. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, drink a lot of I don't like coffee. There. I've never been to Norway. Drink a lot of coffee. There. What's number, number one? Are you going to divulge that later? Finland. Oh, right now. So we're talking so Scandinavia. Scandinavia is sucking Woo. down the caffeine. Yeah, is sucking it because it, it like, gets dark there? Half the year, and I suppose. <laughs> it, it, well, it's just—it's a you know when I'm in Norway, coffee is very much part of the culture. In the middle of the day, we'll sit down and have cake and coffee, just at three o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, so it'll be your seventh cup by that time, but yeah, maybe six or. Seven. I don't know how your stomach handles it. All right, what number are we even on? Number I've, four. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> number four. So my number four is in a wonderful place that I love to visit, and that is up in Ubud, in Bali, Indonesia. And I have to say that Ubud is a really cool place, and there are a fair share of coffee shops. A lot there. of coffee shops. A lot of coffee shops. shops. It's a really big digital nomad refuge, and there's always lots of expats there. And so the coffee culture there has really exploded, I think, in the past couple of years. And we tried out quite a few different coffee shops there. But my favorite one was called Cinnamon. And they have one location, which is not really right downtown. It's up like one of those side streets. I don't remember which one it is. But they have lots of different kind of coffee there, like a really famous pour-over coffee, which I've never really tried. And the ones that like bubble in the glass little, you know. Well, there's all types of funky stuff crazy, going on that I didn't understand. I got uh, my first flat white coffee there, which is an Australian type of coffee. And I had to Google it because I was like, I don't know what a flat white is. Basically, it's just like a cappuccino, but the ratio of milk is a little bit different. And it was phenomenal. And it comes out, they serve it on this like wooden board with um, just like a glass, a clear glass cup. And they give you like a little treat with it. And The treat was good. The treat was good. It was some sort of little, yeah, there's a cookie. And then one time they gave me a little chocolate piece, like not an Andy's candy, but something similar to an Andy's candy. So, you know, to entice Travis to hang with me in cafes, if I get a treat, maybe I'll give it to him, you know, throw the dog a bone a little bit. So he (laughs) doesn't mind if I go to these coffee shops. But that place is really cool and it I was keep a, using the word cool, but it was yeah. a, you know... It was really a neat... It was unique. You're right. They were doing all types of stuff. Again, I mentioned I didn't know what they were doing. I guess someone who was a huge coffee drinker might know, but they were just experimenting with stuff. And then right across the road, there was another... And this is just a tiny little street alleyway. I mean, you could... You know, it's right there. There was another thing that I think was kind of affiliated with them, but they were only doing like cold brew stuff, which I don't know anything about, but always looks so good to me. Mm-hmm. But they were doing all this kind of stuff with cold coffee, and it was like a big warehouse. But so it was, it was affiliated with cinnamon, I think, or they were at least friends. Yeah, but it was only doing cold brew on yeah, the one it side. Was a cinnamon, like a sister store or whatever. What and, what is cold brew? Like what is that kind of stuff? It's it's coffee that's brewed just to be drink drink drink. Drinking? Drank. Cold? Drank cold. Drunk. Don't <laughs> ask me. It's just supposed to be cold coffee. So So it's not iced coffee. It's like brewed cold. Am I putting okay. you guys on the on spot? I don't next, understand. On it. to the next yeah. number. One quick thing about cinnamon. Right down the street, one of my favorite restaurants in Uba, Dapur Bunda. Give it a try. A little Indonesian tapas place. Oh, I was just taking a sip of coffee. We're at number four. And this is one of those places where when you go to visit a place and there's a line out the door and you're like, come on, it can't be that great. Like, why is it those suckers waiting around like for a half hour to get their coffee or whatever it is? I mean, I mean, you could say that for any place when you go to a place and there's a line out the door. It's like, all right, is it really that great? Come on. In this case, I believe it is. And it's Stumptown Coffee Mm. in Portland, Oregon. The coffee is so freaking 
good. <laughs> it's just so rich and bold and um, the viscosity. I don't know. It's just so much. Around. It's just if you go to Portland, believe the hype. Stumptown Coffee. Well, I guess I'm just going to jump on top of that one because my number three is actually Stumptown Coffee. I have it a little bit higher than you, Jay. And I have to say, I didn't really have to wait in a line when I went there, which was really cool. I went to the one that's in the Ace Hotel that's connected with that one. Okay. Um, right in downtown Portland. And their coffee is really, really so good. good. It's just it's just that good. And I know that like people from other coffee shops and even other countries have gone to Portland to like train with Stumptown baristas and mm. all this stuff. So I mean it really does live up to the hype and it just really is that good. But, so I don't know why it's not number one, but Yeah. Well, because you guys got other <laughs> yeah. good stuff at number Por- one. Portland's just a great place to drink coffee. And if you're drinking hot chocolate or tea, maybe like Travis or something, getting soup or whatever, it's a great place to get something hot in your hands because of the weather and just the vibe there. Portland has some great coffee shops uh, coming from someone who doesn't like coffee. They're just cool places to hang out. Stumptown, you see Stumptown coffee all over the country now, right? Like there, it's to the point where certain coffee shops will brew Stumptown, right? Like we've yeah. seen it in Philly yeah, and, and all of like, so that's pretty neat. I mean, that's when you know it's, it's yeah, good. Yeah, you can buy when, it in many, many places. Yeah. We should mention, I should mention just because you're on this Oregon kick. I do want to throw out Street 14 Coffee Shop in Astoria, Oregon, also where the Goonies house is. The best little mini donuts I've ever had in my life. So for everyone who's suffering through this coffee podcast and doesn't like coffee, baby, Ruth, Street 14 (laughs) Coffee, Astoria, Oregon, they have these little mini apple donuts that are... I don't know what we put them on our dessert list because we did a dessert podcast. It was like one or two. It was right yeah, there. So check out Street 14. Um, before I get into my number three, I want I said I was going to try to sell Travis on coffee a little bit here. So I want to knock out a quick couple coffee facts that I found on distractify.com, which is a, a very <laughs> Distracting website? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's a legitimate it's coffee resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one headline caught my attention. Coffee contains important nutrients you need to survive. It's true. Coffee's How about that? I guess it has... How am I surviving? 11% guys? of the daily recommended amount of ra- raboflavin? Rabo, riboflavin? I don't even know how you pronounce <laughs> yeah, that. Must, it's be a vitamin important. must be important. 6% of some other stuff and other stuff. Blah, blah. So there's that. And then how about this one? Coffee... Drinking coffee can help you burn fat. Listen to this. Studies have shown, here, according to the article, studies have shown that drinking caffeine can increase your metabolism 3 to 11%. It's one of the few chemicals that can actually help with fat burning, so might as well drink up. That's according to distractify.com. But anyway. Not convinced yet. (laughs) That's, uh, there it is. Uh, Number three is is a a cup of coffee I uh, I remember very well, and I can't tell you where to get it because I can't remember the name of the place, but I stayed in Brazil at, on this island called Ia Grande, and we stayed in this place where there were huts, and it was just the place we were sleeping, and it included breakfast in the morning, and you could tell they, whatever they were using in their coffee, it was from, it was must have been Brazilian coffee because it was in the middle of Brazil. And it was just so rich and so good. And I wish I could remember the name of the place where I slept, where you could get it. Who knows if they're even brewing it? You know what town? It, it was. What? It was just on on the island of Ia Grande. So uh, it was the uh, outside of the main town there, I believe. Honestly, I can't remember. I'm terrible with this type of stuff. That's why I don't write a lot about destinations and stuff like that because I don't keep track of things. I just 
kind of experience them and generally remember where they happened. <laughs> you need to get yourself some little moleskin books like Travis. Oh, I've carried them around. And they he just... writes down, you know, like every place that we go to. I love it. those little moleskin books. Pocket-sized moleskin books. All right, number three, we don't know the name of Jason. Somewhere in Brazil, <laughs> make a pilgrimage to Io Grande. Io Grande. Grande, there you go. Number two, we are we are getting to the nitty gritty now. Number two, and so my last one was in Portland, and my second one is in Portland. Hmm. Whoa! Above Stumptown, so everybody raves about Stumptown, but I actually like this coffee more, and the way that they prepare it, and that is Barista Coffee in Portland. They have quite a few different locations, and it's just... So good, so rich, so creamy. Every time I go in there, I get an exceptional cup of coffee. And I just, I find it to be like a little bit thicker than Stumptown coffee, mm, the cappuccino. Really? So I just okay. like that it's kind of like this thickness factor. And got my attention there. Yeah. You, I like you that. You gotta go. Viscosity. Have you, have you yeah. been to Barista Jay? Because you've been to Portland quite a few times. I don't think so, no. because yeah, I mean, Stumptown is like the coffee of Portland, but... Um, my cousin lives in Vancouver, Washington, and when we were visiting, he said, you know, what's the best coffee in in Portland? And he turned me on to Barista, and he's like, yeah, everybody thinks Stumptown, but I actually like this place more, and I have to agree with him. I will say that we went to two Barista locations that I can remember, the one in the Northeast and, like, well, I believe it's on Alberta, and then the one in the Pearl. And the one in the Pearl was really cool. That had a really neat vibe. That was one of the it's first... Like a warehouse. Yeah, one of the first coffee houses that we went to together when you, you said you didn't used to drag me to them. But, you know, this was in the beginning of when she dragged me to them. But I just thought, this is a really neat place. I could sit here, hang out, get some work done. It was in an old restored warehouse. Just a really neat vibe. Mm. You know, it's Portland, so they do it in a hip way and in a cool way. So if you are between going to those two, that one I thought was much cooler than the one up in the Northeast. Yeah, the Pearl is definitely, I think, one of the coolest spots in Portland. I love that area. Uh, I love working from coffee shops. I know Travis, you're not you're not a fan, or you are a fan. I, I think it's okay. I just um, I find a lot of times I get distracted, and since I don't love coffee, a lot of times I don't want to go to a coffee shop because then I have to get I have to buy something. Then right? I mean, I'm not just going to go sit in the coffee shop. So then it's either like a little pastry, mm -hmm. which you know, not good for the little belly, mm -hmm. you know, or it's like. I, yeah, I don't know. Hot chocolate. I, yeah, it's hot chocolate, which is okay. Or like some sort of tea. I don't really drink tea, so there's just not much for me there. Mm. But when Heather goes and we decide to work and she gets something, I don't feel so bad. Yeah, it's a place I can zone in. I don't know what it is about the ambient noise of a coffee shop. And I want to give a shout out if you're somebody who, who thinks, uh, oh, I love that and I'm the same way. Check out this app, Coffeetivity. It's C-O-F-F-I-T-I-V-I-T-Y. It actually just re it's just ambient noise from coffee shops and they actually have separate tracks. There's one I'm looking at right now called Morning Murmur. A gentle hum gets the day started. Uh, lunchtime Lounge, University Undertone. So there's all these different... Yes, yeah, so you can just literally hit play. You can throw your headphones in and hear the ambient noise of, uh, noise of coffee shops. Sounds a little weird. I actually haven't tried it yet, but I know of this app and I've been thinking about trying it. So maybe I'll try it this afternoon. I do like the idea of being somewhere else. Like I will work from bars or cafes sometimes. When I'm there... I, I can zone in a lot of times once I get the headphones in, but sometimes it takes about 10 to 15 minutes to kind of get situated, and I, I get a little antsy. I yeah, get, I, I understand that. We've all lived through the, you know, you set up, you get your coffee, and then the Wi-Fi doesn't work. Then you right. gotta switch cafes, and it's terrible. Uh, coffee, uh, one more fact from this article, can help you live a longer and healthier life, Travis. 
Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Uh, and eat chocolate to lose weight. Another num- fact. Num- right. Fat quote, air well, quotes. You know, they, they do all these studies on coffee and chocolate, and, and you're always looking at it in these different ways. And they're, it's either like totally against it or totally for it. So I just cherry pick the ones that support my habits. <laughs> uh, number two for me. I'm on number two, right? Number two. Yep. Uh, again, I cannot give you a specific cafe. It's, it's, it's too hard. You don't understand why. You guys have been to Vietnam, right? No, we actually oh, have never been. been. Okay. Heather and I are both rolling our eyes here. Well, listen, the coffee in Vietnam, just in general, the way they make it with the condensed milk, it's, it's just a chocolatey, hot, rich, bold, thick, delicious thing that you cannot... It's very hard to find anywhere else. Like, the the coffee in Vietnam is so special. It's so good. And the condensed milk with the sweetener and the way they serve it through the little drip tin, it's it's amazing. It's a whole experience in itself. We had one on top of a uh, mountain at a little cafe, kind of place where like you would think just tourists come in and get some snacks. It, like from there to like the cafes to the restaurant, like everywhere you go, it's just freaking delicious. So you don't have to go to one specific cafe. If you're in Vietnam and you get Vietnamese coffee, it's pretty much delicious everywhere you go. Okay. Well, you fair enough. You made your point. I yeah. what about Heath? I want to mention this. I don't think this is on your list. I think I know your number one because you rave about it. And it is a cool place. But what about Turkish coffee? Yeah, we hear a lot about Turkish coffee. We were yeah. in Turkey and we were also in Sarajevo. Didn't make my list. Is it a thing? Is it I mean it is a thing, but the way that they make it is really cool and I like the tradition behind it. You know, it's just the really, really finely ground coffee and then they boil it over the stove in these copper these really cool copper cups which we bought some of and they look gorgeous and they're beautiful to even just put on display in your home but i don't love the way that the coffee turns out it's very acidic so it's just not as like smooth and they don't put any milk in it which i really like the creaminess of the milk mixed in with the espresso that you get in a cappuccino so I think the idea of it is cool and the tradition behind it is cool, but I don't love drinking it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I would agree with all that. All right. We are at number one, folks. I even have a number one. You do. But it's for hot chocolate. Oh, my gosh. Let's hear it. My favorite hot chocolate that I've ever got, gotten, that I've ever drunk, drank, who knows? We're having a problem with today. Was Cafe Louvre. In Prague, oh, Cafe Louvre yeah. is a really, really neat... Talk about ambiance. It's, I believe it's from the early 1900s, and a lot of people who came through Prague went there, you know, famous people and Mozart writers. and writers and all these people. And um, you sit up on the second floor above one of the main roads in Prague, and it's just a really neat place. The waiters are dressed kind of like you would imagine they'd be dressed back in the day, like really nice, crisp shirts, white, everything. Bow tie, I think. Yeah, and, uh, and they have fantastic... Hot chocolate. It's basically like drinking a chocolate bar, which is mm. all, but it was the they first make it place. Legit. It's well, so thick. You can choose different types of them. They don't just have Yeah, one there's like eight chocolate. versions there's of like, hot chocolates. Yeah. I can't remember the oh, one I got. Cool. It was super thick. It was super awesome. I can't speak to how the coffee was there, but it's a really neat, if you're in Prague, it's definitely worth going to just to see and kind of hang out. Yeah, and the coffee was good. I mean, if you need a cup of coffee, it's a great place to get coffee, but because I like that really thicker espresso type cappuccino, it wasn't quite there for me but i mean just for any old cup of coffee it was definitely good. Mm. 
They have the newspapers on the rollers, you know, like old times, so, like people are holding yeah. the news. It's just this it's cool like vibe. Cool. back in time, you kind yeah. of feel like you could be in 1905, and mm. it feels really neat. And we actually went to another, like Prague has lots of cool coffee shops. What was that other one that we went to that had like all of the pastries? It was like a bakery. And yeah, you're cafe. putting me on the spot. I need yeah. my moleskin. I don't have it. <laughs> that was cool, too. But we can maybe try to find that and link it up in the show notes. So, so we're at number, number one. one. Okay, this coffee shop is my absolute favorite place in the world. I love it so much. It's in one of our favorite cities, the place that Travis loves most in the world, I think. So if you are frequent listeners of the Extra Pack of Peanuts Well, podcast, this city has my favorite food in the world, and it also now has your favorite coffee. Favorite coffee. And that is Chiang Mai, Thailand. So mm. we love this city, and I love this coffee shop. The coffee shop is called Akaama. It's this tiny little coffee shop that's like in north part of Chiang Mai, like above the city gate. So it's not in, in Old Town. And it's like an open air place and lots of people are there doing work and sweating because there's no air conditioning. But they have like this tree foliage that's just kind of like coming down over the tables. So even though it's kind of on this weird busy street, it feels like this little oasis, like that you're sitting in the jungle drinking this coffee. And the coffee does come locally sourced from Thailand. From the hill tribes. From the hill tribes outside of Chiang Mai. And they and work with the hill tribes, too, to give money back to the women yeah, up there. Yeah, it's and like all. totally a really cool philanthropic type vibe here giving back to the community. Really locally sourced organic stuff. And their baristas there are so good. Every single cup of coffee I have had there has been the best cup I've ever had. Mm. And they've even, like, come to the U.S. And, like I said, they train, they've trained in Portland with, like, Stumptown Coffee. And there's, like, you can go to their website. I think it's just akaama.com and kind of read their story and their background. And not only is it a cool story, it's just the best coffee I've ever had. Mm. And every time we go, like, I dream about it when we're not there. And we were just traveling through Cambodia with Trav's parents, and then we were down at the beaches in Thailand, and I was like, I just can't wait to get to Chiang Mai to get this dang coffee. But it is closed, so like, good. on a weird day. It might be closed Tuesday. on, like, a... Is it a it Tuesday? Tuesday? Because our first day in town, Heather was so excited to go, and then it was closed. Mm. So we That's followed. a bummer. Yeah, but it's only closed one day. I had to wait one more extra yeah. day but for But Akaama, if you do go with non-coffee drinkers, they have a ton of different, like, hot and cold teas as well. And I said earlier, I'm not, like, a huge tea fan, but they have really neat drinks like you can get these cold teas yeah. and so it's like a it's not a juice it is a tea but it, it it's like they have like peach, peach flavor and yeah. all different types of really flavors so i you know i enjoyed it enough to go and it is an awesome awesome spot so if you're a non-coffee drinker still really cool and then right down the road best food in the world calsoy mesai <laughs> jay i number one buddy ironically my number one is the worst cups of coffee that i've had in my life But it is the best coffee experience that I have. I don't know if we can allow this. Coffee experiences. The worst coffee, but the best experience. Yeah, this is going to make sense. You know, I got to build up the suspense and the drama here. We're looking at number one. So there is something very special. I've crisscrossed the United States too many times to count, and I've been on countless road trips all over the world. There is something special about when you're getting into your car or getting on a road trip and you get a hot cup of coffee, it's a crisp morning, or the morning is just starting, and you're on an adventure, and you're jumping in the car, and you're driving, you don't know where the day is going to take you, and you've got your hands on the wheel, or you're the passenger, and you're sipping on your coffee, and you're off 
to a destination. You don't know what the day is going to bring. That morning cup of coffee on a road trip and twofold or if you're camping, usually they're the worst because this is why if you're camping, you're usually drinking yeah, instant coffee. And if you're on a road trip, you're like usually drinking donuts or it's something. whatever is nearby. Yeah. It's whatever's nearby usually store, because yeah. you're getting in the car, you're getting ready to go. You're like, it's a gas station coffee sometimes, which are usually generally terrible. It's uh, it's not always the best coffee, but is the best cup of coffee because you got it in your little holder next to your wheel. You're cruising down the open road, and just the road trip cup of coffee or the the, the morning cup when you're camping out in the wilderness. You got your steel mug. It's hot water. You got to brew up and you got to stir in the, the the instant stuff. But it's 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 not good coffee, but it's just such a great coffee experience. Those are my number ones. So it's more about like the state of mind of those experiences. Yeah, it's the experience of the. I just think of the steaming coming off of the cup and and you're just on the road, open road adventure. I love it. To give people <laughs> a very specific thing, since Jason didn't, but hey, it's your experience. Yep. And but I we have heard recently. From MrRoastyCoffee.com himself and from other people that if you are on road trips, the Yeti coffee mugs, and they also make coolers that our friends are big fans of because they keep stuff cold for like millions of years or whatever. But the Yeti coffee cups, have you guys heard this? You know, they yeah. keep the coffee hot for, hours? yeah, four to six hours or something like that. So they're made in a certain way. They're expensive. Our friend got one. He said, listen, I'll never go with another coffee mug or thermos again because yeah. this kept it hot all the way from like a road trip from Philly to Washington, D.C. He got to Washington, D.C. His coffee was still steaming hot. So <laughs> that might be something you want to check out, yeah, right? If you're, if you're someone who does that a lot yeah. or makes a commute to work and wants hot coffee and has to drive for a little I like while. my coffee to stay hot. That's for yeah, sure. it sucks when it gets lukewarm and then yeah. you just don't really If I want iced it. coffee, I want iced coffee. Yeah. I don't want my warm coffee to become iced yeah. coffee. Not good. Any any last thoughts, guys, on places that maybe didn't make the list or something that popped up with coffee as we were going through this that you forgot to mention? Because I will say, we did talk about Cafe Louvre and my favorite hot chocolate. Well, I'm I, looking back at my notes. I actually got homemade ice cream on top of it, so I, you can't beat that. I, I have an honorable mention that uh, could have been on the list, actually, just because it, it has such a cool name and there was a lot of good entrepreneurial energy in this coffee shop. And it was in Stockholm, Sweden, and it's called Coffus which I thought was a pretty cool name. I actually met Jenna there, who does a lot of our design work. She's living in Stockholm. Shout out to her. And um, yeah, we met up there and had coffee and went over some work stuff and got to meet up in Stockholm, Sweden. It was really cool. Coffice. It's the coffee office. It's cool, man. It's got a great vibe. And uh, it's like a co-working space slash coffee shop. So shout out to Coffice. Very cool. Awesome. Guys, everything that we've mentioned in this show, all the places we mentioned will be linked up in the show notes on Extra Pack of Peanuts as well as Zero to Travel. So if you're going to Extra Pack of Peanuts, you can get it at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods, P-O-D-S. Zero to Travel.com slash shows for the entire archive. Yeah, and we'll link everything up so that you guys don't have to do the hard work. Check out some of these coffee shops. We would absolutely love to hear from you with coffee. If one of you thinks you can convince me to liking coffee or you just want to give Jason and Heather a cool place to go, let us know some of your favorite coffee shops because there's so many out there. Mm -hmm. that it, It's really cool, and I'll even go and check out the scene. Let us know. You can tweet at Pack of Peanuts. At Zero to Travel. Hey, if you're at a coffee shop listening to this right now, jamming on some work or just hanging out, tweet it right now now do it i want to see that cup of coffee you're drinking yeah let us know guys you can also drop it in the show notes and we told you you could find them at zero to travel.com slash shows or extra pack of peanuts.com slash pods 
If you like this podcast, if you're an extra pack of peanuts listener, I highly recommend going and checking out all the archives of the great shows that Jason does. He just did a really cool bike touring week. Uh, what was it? A month or two ago where you put out yeah, five shows a month for ago. the week. Yeah. Epic bike rides. That Epic was bike rides. So check that out. Also, I've got two recommendations for you guys. Um, EPOP episode number 60, the top 16 breweries in America. Jason and I got on. Same thing like we did here with coffee. We gave you our top 16 breweries. We're going to have to re-record that because I've been to a lot yeah. more breweries now. Things might change. And then episode 152, our top 16 favorite sweet treats, which Heather and I did together. And that's kind of the whole coffee house vibe. Our top 16 sweet treats, some of those were ice cream places. Some of them were like little coffee houses and bakeries. So you might want to check that out. Stay on the same type of wavelength here. Yeah, and... If you haven't checked out, if you're listening on Zero to Travel, you haven't checked out the Extra Pack of Peanuts podcast, get over there because Travis and I have done some great episodes together on travel hacking. We did a, what was the backpacking, our backpack selection. We did a Colorado road trip one. We've done Which a was bunch. fantastic. You killed that one. Thank you. A great done, road trip through Colorado. I don't know if cool I can stuff. handle how much mutual love is going on Listen, between these two dudes hey. here. I'm starting to get jealous. Listen. Well, I, I have to, uh, I, I should have said this in the beginning, but I have to say a huge congratulations to Heather and Travis here. They just won a competition called Lights Camera Switzerland. And essentially the competition was to become a t- television host for a, a travel show in Switzerland. And they... One, So I'm actually sitting next to two TV stars, which I've been teasing them about quite a bit the last few days. But no, it's uh, it's quite an awesome thing. Well-deserved because you guys work so hard. And, you know, these these things, I, I mean, I'm here. I'm, I'm behind the scenes. What you don't see is how hard these two are working. I think they're the hardest working people in show business. And, uh, <laughs> well, you guys, you guys seriously deserve this. It's an ex- a super exciting opportunity. You're going to be a part of this television show. It's going to air. We don't know when. We don't know where. I'm sure details will come on both of our podcasts. I'll certainly be announcing it, and I know Travis and Heather will as well. Yeah, but uh, guys, sometime in September. I think congratulations! I mean, way to go, TV stars. Thank you. Really Thank you. I-, I think we do have to tell everyone who's listening, all the podcast listeners. I know you mentioned on Zero to Travel, so I think some people helped. Uh, it was all online voting, so the only reason we won was because of the support of people. So we mm. got over 11,000 votes. It's amazing. Uh, we absolutely crushed the competition, which was awesome. <laughs> so thank you, everyone who's listening who did vote for us. I, it would not have been possible without you guys. We will be filming June 29th into July, and then supposedly it's supposed to be coming out in September on national TV. We don't know what station yet, but we of course we'll let you know the yeah. details. And yeah, our our really sincerest thanks for that because it would not have been possible without the support of you guys. Absolutely. Thank you guys. And thank you for listening. Don't forget if you want to live, work or travel anywhere, we've got the paradise pack coming your way. The paradise definitely worth checking out because we're working really hard to make this just such an amazing resource that it's actually going to be affordable. So it's a lot of stuff that it'd be very tough to get individually. And that's why it only happens for one week. So I encourage you to check that out if you want to up your travel or your work and travel game. Thanks everyone. Thanks for making zero to travel and the extra pack of peanuts, the two top rated travel podcasts on iTunes. And until next time, happy, happy free, free travels. travels. I'll show you-